0: Raw, run,
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Den of Sin. I am your host, T.S. Denizen, and today we have our second study episode, and the first ever by me, your beloved host. If you listened to the first one, you would know that studies or editions of the Den of Sin, where either Phyllis or I invite a guest to playlist the episode while we discuss the music they like, the projects they're involved with, or both. Phyllis did an okay job with the first one, a bit pedestrian for my taste, but hey, some people feel more comfortable with their feet on the ground. Today though, we're taking flight with my guest, Richard Young. Richard, would you mind introducing yourself?
0: Hi, I'm Richard, I play guitar and drums and sing, I write songs, I put out music by other people, on the label. And right now I'm sitting on a bed.
1: Well, I'm glad that you've made yourself comfortable. Okay, so first question, may I call you Dick? Uh, sure.
0: If if you want to.
1: Oh good, I've always felt more comfortable around Dick's as opposed to Richard's. So Dick, you mentioned that you play music. I kicked off the program with rock and roll by a band called White Light, and I heard through the grapevine that this band was in fact your band.
0: You know, that's, that's a weird rumor, I don't, I, don't, I don't know where it started. I have, no, I have no affiliation with that band. I have a twin brother who plays in that band, so it's weird. I get, I get confused for that guy all the time.
1: So why am I speaking with
0: you? Uh, because he's mute. Do you speak for him? I do.
1: All right, fair enough. So something I was curious about was the spelling of your brother's band's name. It's spelled W-I-G-H-T space L-H-I-T-E. Why does your brother not know how to spell?
0: Um, well... He, he wanted to uh, mess with people's heads.
1: I don't see the correlation between that and the inability to spell.
0: He knows how to spell, he just wanted to mess with people. So, uh, so eventually, in the last two years, it's been spelled a bunch of different ways. It's pretty funny.
1: Could you tell us some of these riotous, knee-slapping, gut-busting variations?
0: Well, sometimes it was W-I-G-H-T, and then light, like the normal way you spell it, L-I-G-H-T. Sometimes it was the normal way that you spell it. Sometimes it's with three I's, and uh, I don't know, it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah, the radio was interesting. Playing on the radio and having to say, white light, and then you get to spell it. <laughs>
1: So, rock and roll actually comes from a split release with an act called American Monoxide. Yes. And you've actually selected one of their songs to be played later in the show. Could you tell us a little bit about American Monoxide and your relation?
0: Well, uh, American Monoxide is Dimitri Manos, plays with Golden Boots, and this is his um, solo side project. So, uh, and it's, it's got, you know, the tape, lo-fi sound, he's, he's also making a song for the Straight to Tape compilation, uh, Straight to Tape is my label, where I record bands or have them record Straight to Tape, Straight to Cassette Tape, and um, we're going to release a compilation in September, so, looking forward to that.
1: Okay, so we're going to get into a couple of Dick's Picks now with PJ Harvey and Broadcast. You're listening to The Den of Sin with me, T.S. and Richard Dick Young.
2: just for light love
1: We are back, dear listeners. The two songs we just listened to were The Words That Maketh Murder by PJ Harvey and Paper Cuts by Broadcast. Dick, would you like to talk about either of those artists, your fondness for them, why you like them?
0: Well, PJ Harvey, she's she's a badass. She's been around for a while. She's uh, really good at what she does. I really enjoy her, like, the way she writes and the way she uses her voice.
1: Her lyricism and production tend to lead towards the dark and dramatic, which I wouldn't say is due to the long relationship she had with Nick Cave, but rather to the listener makes sense of it. I.e., it's little wonder that a woman that makes the music PJ Harvey makes and a man that makes the music that Nick Cave makes would have sex with each other on multiple occasions.
0: Yeah, Nick Cave. yeah, he's he's been around for a while too, you yeah? know. He's getting old, he's getting up there. Uh, Broadcast... Oh, they're, 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 we're an amazing band. Rest in peace, Trish. R.I.P. I, I don't know how someone dies of pneumonia in 2011, but... I
1: actually don't know the full circumstances behind her death. Did she fall into a cold lake or something? The only thing I can think of is if she was left in a cold lake for an extended period of time.
0: Anyways, uh, so I love the way um, they make music. I love all the records, broadcasts. They're an amazing band.
1: I agree. So I would like to talk a little about these next few artists coming up. You've picked a Brian Eno track. I think nearly everyone who would listen to this show knows of him, but we'll talk about him later anyways. The kinks, I would say the same, perhaps to even a greater extent. But we're kicking off this next set with a song by the Butterscotch Cathedral, which is a newer project involving Matt Rendon. And as a musician slash label owner in Tucson, Matt Renan seems to have his hands at least slightly involved in nearly everything great musically in that area. From his personal music projects, to Midtown Island, where you've recorded.
0: My brother did.
1: Excuse me, your brother.
0: I had to come in and into the studio and do vocals because he... he, um, He's mute. He's mute, yes. So he cannot speak, he cannot do anything.
1: So you actually are involved with White Light, you just share a credit. Why write Richard Young twice, that sort of thing?
0: Well, I spell it R I T C H A R D. Ah. Rich. Matt Rendon. Um He runs Midtown Island Studio. He's 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 great to work with. And like you said, he's he's got he's got his hands in a lot of a lot of bands and so, uh, that's cool.
1: Cool indeed. <laughs> you mentioned while we were listening to music that you smoked something before this interview. May I ask what you smoked?
0: Uh, it was uh, this uh, dust, this fairy dust you can buy at Costco.
1: I don't know that there are any Costcos in my area.
0: I smoked a cigarette. A cigarette? An herbal cigarette. An herbal cigarette. Got lavender... Damiana, Mugwort, herbs. They're like anti-anxiety herbs.
1: (laughs) Alright then. Well, we've got three songs now, and the first is Loud Heavy Sun by the Butterscotch Cathedral. This is the Den of Sin, I'm T.S. Denizen, and I'm going to let Richard get a cup of water because I think he may be dehydrated.
3: needs to be out of sight Oh, out of sight, man uh-huh. Nobody's gonna travel Second class of equality No suppression of minorities gonna travel second class Of will be equality And no suppression of minorities well, right. Let me take you on a little trip on my supersonic
2: rocket ship.
4: time is flicking dimly up on the screen I can't see the You'd be surprised At my degree of uncertainty How can moments go so slow Several times I've seen the evening slide away Watching the sun Several times what I've seen the evening slide away, watching the signs, but we taking over from
1: Beloved listeners, but a day has passed and our dear Dick has returned rested and rehydrated. Thank Multiverse for the science of podcasting, I feel like a time wizard. So, the last three songs were Loud Heavy Sun by the Butterscotch Cathedral, Supersonic Rocket Ship by the Kinks, and finally, Golden Hours by Brian Eno. I'd like to discuss Eno a bit with you, as when I listened to White Light, I received the impression that Eno was a large influence on White Light's music.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah.
1: Could you tell us how you discovered Brian Eno's music and how he influences you?
0: I don't remember how I first discovered Brian Eno. It was probably—I mean, it, it was later in life because uh, I, I wasn't allowed to listen to music until I was about seventeen and so I had like a lot of catching up to do and so um... you know Brian Eno's is one of those artists that he's he's done everything (laughs) he's been in a rock band, he's played ambient music, he's pioneered ambient music Uh, he's just a fucking genius and uh... Especially when it
1: comes to the production, I felt as though you took particular influence.
0: I think so. Um, I I I like to play with four tracks, and I like to play with faders and fade things in and out, and I like to mix. I I feel like mixing is just another part of creating. It's 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 like you have your song, okay? You got that all figured out, but then you got to figure out how to mix things. I mean, not, not just mixing levels to where if you can hear everything, but, like, mixing things in and out, playing with the arrangement. It, like, his songs kind of taught me just how to, like, take time with, with music production. You know, take time and do it right. Fantastic. And so what's your greatest inadequacy? Um, I could be, be a bit hard with people I work with, I can be a bit um demanding, you know? Like a like I don't I don't demand perfection but I do demand like them to be paying attention and know where we are in the song and w- when I don't have that I get I get frustrated. So maybe frustration too, I get I get frustrated easily sometimes. <laughs> With your bandmates? Yeah, yeah. And and um yeah, yeah.
1: Now I'm imagining you as a domineering Captain Beefheart-type figure.
0: It's weird. <laughs> uh, I, some, some days are easier than others, you know? Some days I go in there and I'm like, okay, this is cool, it's cool. Other times I'm like, okay, we have a show like in two days, so let's get this shit right, you know?
1: Yeah, that's not quite Captain Beefheart level.
0: Alright then, so
1: we've got two more of Dick's picks now. The first by the godmother of punk herself, Patti Smith. You're listening to The Den of Sin, blah blah blah, you know the drill, consume, eat soil and green. The Denizen Returneth, dear listeners. Those songs were Redondo Beach by Patti Smith and Juanito Laguna by The Mirrors. Bit of a coincidental aquatic locational theme there, too. How cute. Now, The Mirrors, I know, are to be featured on an upcoming compilation album on your label, Straight to Tape Records. And I'm interested in how that came to be.
0: Yeah. um, so last, last September I had an idea to start a label where all the, all the artists will be recording straight to tape, and at first I, I didn't know what to do, and then I decided to do a, uh, put together a compilation, and um, I hit up maybe like six or seven bands, and uh, a few days later the Mirrors hit me up, well Nick from the Mirrors hit me up and asked if... If they could do it and I was like you know of course and um, we recorded in early November at their practice space and their track is uh, like 25 plus minutes long so it's gonna be about half the compilation <laughs>
1: And speaking of that compilation, one of the next songs we have coming up is by No Age, and I saw that the compilation will also have a contribution by No Age's Randy Randall.
0: Yeah.
1: that's a pretty big get, pretty big name. I mean, at least No Age, maybe not everybody knows every member's individual endeavors, but still. How did you end up getting in touch with him and ultimately get him on board?
0: Uh, I met them in uh, in Tempe, Arizona, in um, 2000, like summer 2009, I believe. Uh, they were playing a show, and I was walking around, and I saw them, and I was like, "Hey!" So I just started talking to them, and they asked me if I was coming to the show, and I said no, and they asked me why. <laughs> I said I didn't have any money, so they put me on the list uh, and bought me beers. And um, Randy and I, we kept in contact, and um, I asked him if he wanted to submit a track for the compilation, and he said, sure. So I'm
1: actually interested in this compilation as a whole, and I've been piecing together information. But I'm missing a lot of things such as release date, how many artists will be on it, who they all are, release format, etc., etc. Can you tell us any more details surrounding this compilation release?
0: Yeah, it's going to be co-released by, with, um, it's going to be Straight to Tape and this record shop in Tucson called Wooden Tooth. Yeah, they also have a a label, which they're starting to do do things with. Um, so it's going to be co-released with them, uh, September 17th. Uh, we're going to have a huge fest thing, um... With uh, this other bar called Shays. it's they're all connected in the back. It's like wooden tooth Chaise. They all have like this back patio that they share. Um, so we're gonna have a festival there, and and um, there's like a, a witch uh, collective next door to the to the record shop, and so we're gonna ask them if they wanna have. Uh, palm readings or tarot card readings, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the, the the release date is September seventeenth. Um, I'm not really sure how long it's going to be yet. I'm still, I still have a few more bands that are submitting stuff, like uh, my friend Ryan Shavira and Americo Um So, so I'm waiting to get everything where i can i can actually put on tape and see how long everything is right now i'm thinking an hour
1: well if the mirrors are contributing a 25 minute song you might be looking at a double cassette
0: yeah it might be a 45 minute each each tape two tapes about an hour and a half
1: Those can be a lot of fun, there are opportunities for unique and interesting packaging. But also the good thing about cassette as opposed to vinyl is that with vinyl the more music you put on one side of a record the crummier it will sound. And with cassettes there's just a limit and up to that limit you're good. But if you wanted to go chrome plus or something that limit is lower so two cassettes would likely be required considering what you've told us. Apologies, I'm rambling. We've got two more songs lined up. As mentioned before, we've got a song I'm assuming almost everyone who would listen to this show knows. Here's Teen Creeps by No Age. Okay, we're back, and those songs were Teen Creeps by No Age and Bright Lights by American Monoxide. We talked about White Light Split with Them, which was through Paisley Shirt, the White Light album Counting Diamonds was through Paisley Shirt, and that label's been very supportive of Some Weird Sin. I found them because I think I found something online for the Volunteer Dad album. Then I learned that they were doing the Babe Watch EP. And then I ended up doing a co-release with them. So I'm interested in how you got in touch with them the story behind that.
0: Uh, m- probably about mid-2014 uh, mid I was um, I was just looking for a, a label just anyone who wanted to put out my music and um, I was on Reddit one day I think it was a Cassette Culture subreddit and um, Kevin posted, said that his label was looking for acts and um, I I sent him some like really crude demos (laughs) and he was like cool let me know when you can re-record these and I was like cool I'll I'll be recording them over in a few months and I sent him uh, the final record and he was like sure I'll, I'll put out a tape and uh, the rest is history.
1: <laughs> Just a couple more questions, what animal do you find the most sexually attractive?
0: Um, I like necks, so maybe giraffes?
1: <laughs> you like their long elegant necks?
0: Yeah, and they have those really pretty eyes, too.
1: <laughs> yes, big like the Moe girls in the anime. So, we have just one more song, and I want to talk about the band It's by Pale Dion, because you have a show with them coming up at the Flycatcher. How did that come about?
0: Oh, um... They, they, they came through town maybe, like, four or five months ago, and, um... We actually, my girlfriend and I actually missed the show. Um, but um, I, I hit up Flycatcher about a show on that same date I think, or June eighth or something, and they said that they were holding it for Peldian and and uh, Mute Swan, and I was like, okay, well, let me know what happens with it, and then. Um, And then Flycatcher said that they might want us to play too, so I was like, you know, whatever, let let us know. And then, you know, a few months later I saw that we were playing it, so I was like, cool.
1: And that show is Thursday, June 9th at the Flycatcher, and 9 p.m., and the show is no cover. That's all for this episode. Thank you for listening. I'm your lovely host, T.S. Denizen, thanks to dick young for joining me and to close the show here's evan evan by pale dion